Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Turn it up. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. And welcome to the 2018 debut of a Overreaction Monday. Go through all of yesterday's action. Also get you ready for Monday Night Football. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, my main man, the closer Chris Day. Fantasy Taz. Uh, yeah, Chris <laughs> Ventra, Jim Day, Fantasy Taz on deck on the program. So we had our first NFL Sunday of the season. A lot to go over, a lot to overreact about. Obviously, things in the NFL tend to change from week to week. But we all, of course, will get a chance to overreact today. But hopefully by the end of the hour, cooler heads do prevail on some of the action we saw yesterday. Let me start off by kicking it around the room. My man, Closer Chris Venture, how was your weekend? How was your first NFL Sunday of the year? Weekend was uh, strange. Like I told you, my girl was away. Um, it felt like one long day the whole yeah, weekend. For because some you didn't get a chance to... I didn't really sleep very, very well. Uh, and then Sunday was just odd. Yeah. B- Bizarro NFL, once again. Yeah. Week one. There you go. Jim Day, how was your first uh, NFL Sunday of the year? Uh, pretty much what I expected to be crazy. Uh, un- <laughs> unforeseen circumstances across the board. Uh, too many players not looking like they just had, didn't work out at all in preseason. And that's what we saw. All right, so first of all, let me take care of a, of a little uh, business. Um, Goon Squad, so our interactions with each other are going to have to be limited. You know what I'm saying? Because apparently we run up the telephone bill a little bit too high. No. So, listen, I'm working. I'm fighting. They only want to limit us to one phone call segment an hour. Now, mind you, we only have a one-hour show. I think interacting with the Goon Squad is a big part of what we do. But I'm here to fight the good fight. So I was told we get two phone call segments a day. They'll start at 20 past the hour, right? And then we can take phone calls, get your reactions and stuff like that. Obviously, tomorrow's a big waiver wire day. I'm going to continue to fight the goods fight for my goon squad. You feel what I'm saying? So we don't get the whole hour to talk, but I'm at least trying to get us 30 minutes, two segments to talk. Today, we got the full two segments that we'll get into um, after the first break. But the Goon Squad, just let, let, let's let you know I'm fighting for you, Goon Squad, so we can keep our good times going because I really enjoy talking to y'all, and I hope y'all really enjoy talking to me. Now, I see the first thing I look in the Goon Squad chat, the first thing I see is, how about them cowboys? <laughs> I'll get to that a little bit later on. Well, let me start off right here with our first overreaction. Oh, my effing goodness. If you were one of the dudes that let Mike Evans slip down the draft board because you were worried about Ryan Fitzmagic, let me tell you something about Ryan Fitzmagic. Son flat out wings it. He flat out wings it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneer offense in stride. Not worried about him going forward. Now, don't get me wrong. Ryan Fitzmagic threw four touchdowns yesterday. He threw four interceptions next week. But one thing about him, Jim, son don't care. He has no cut. He will go out there and wing it, wing it, wing it, wing it, wing it. If you're a Buccaneer fan, may not be the best idea. If you're a fantasy owner, keep chucking it, Ryan Fitzmagic. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm so with you there. I mean, look, we've seen him before. He comes out, starts season, and just puts up points. Um, you know, at some point he falls off the face of the earth. But until then, you got to ride the hot hand. I, the thing I took from that game was I love seeing Deshaun Jackson back. He looked as fast as he had in the past. Uh, he he should have had three long touchdown passes. Uh, unfortunately, they just missed the one. But, you know, he definitely looked back. And he's going to be a guy that people are going to be jumping on waiver-wise this week for. And I'm telling them, go get him. Yeah. And that's, that's the next thing I was going to ask you, Chris. Overreaction to start streaming Ryan Fitzpatrick? Um, I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I, this is obviously not going to happen again. Uh, it was actually incredible, but I think there's an explanation for it. Uh, we obviously thought the Saints' D was going to be able to hold them down a little bit, but I guess the Saints overestim- uh, underestimated this magic. I think they underestimated him, and they tried to you know, stack well, you, the box, yeah, yeah. probably. You know what I mean? And they let guys burn him downfield. I mean, listen, they got weapons. Deshaun Jackson did look good. He looks healthy. He looks kind of rejuvenated, and Mike Evans is just a beast, and people forget about Mike Evans because he didn't have a great year last year, but he's still a beast. This team has weapons. They didn't even use O.J. Howard. They barely used him. He had two catches, and Braid had zero, and they still put up these numbers. So I think it was a little bit of a underestimating this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. 48 points without the use of Peyton Barber, really, without the use of the Titans, but the wide receivers do get involved. You see Deshaun Jackson have the big day, also Chris Gartwin. Now, here's the thing. What I warn about, when these old-ass players have these remarkable games to come out to start the season, sell, sell, yep. sell, sell. Adrian Peterson, sell, 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 sell. Because if you think that 70-year-old MF or Adrian Peterson <laughs> going to run for 100-and-something yards every single week, I got, another, I got a bridge to sell you, Jack. Adrian Peterson is going to start out maybe this first month of the season putting up these good games, but eventually them 77-year-old legs going to wear down, Jim. I'm selling AP and I'm selling DJs. I'm selling AP. I'm not in on DJX. Uh, DJX looked like that same guy. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd wait a couple of weeks on DJX. How about that? I think he suffers if they come back to Winston. When Winston comes back, I think DJX suffers a lot. Uh, but as long as Fitz in there, I think DJX is going to be a guy he continues to look for. And I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see two more big games from Deshaun uh, with Fitz in there. So I, I'm not ready to sell on him. Jim, do they go, Jim they, go back to, they go back to Winston when, when he's ready, right? I don't know if that's true. I mean, if ah, it's, Jim, it's don't give me that, like Jim. Come don't on, give me that, Jim. The, the G, they're too closely the said, close. They're too the GM, close. No, 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 no. They're ready to bail on Winston, dude. They're ready to bail on him. They, the GM himself said early in, you know, in, in preseason that he wouldn't be surprised at all if Winston doesn't come back to being the starter in week four. That's the GM talking. Jim, if that's they the case, they got a clear house. The they got a clear bad. house. If that's the case, they got a clear house. Yeah. He got to go. Cutter got to go. And the GM got to go. Yeah. Cause this is well, I'm okay with that. I don't have a problem. I I don't. I'm not a big fan of Winston. And when you throw in the off-field antics and the, the crap he puts his team through, I, I'm not a, a, a worry. I I think they should keep Fitz. Look, back in 2015, Fitz had a really good year with the Jets, over 3,000 yards, and he had a good know, year in nice Buffalo numbers. at one point too. Don't give this dude another hundred million dollar contract yeah. and then be like, oh my god, this guy effing stinks. There's no future here, though. This is a one-time no, no, I, only I thing. That. You know what I mean? But but that's. I think they understand that, too. I think they also know that next year going in, they're looking for a quarterback to draft, that they want to be their bell cow quarterback. But I, I wouldn't be surprised this year if they throw in the towel on, on him if Fitz has two more good, solid games. I don't think Jameis is that bad off-field or that crazy of a personality I agree. to actually get 
booted out of his starting role when the guy hasn't had a bad career so far. It's not that bad. Look at his numbers. They're decent. They're not bad. He could get better. He's still young. He's 20, what, 25? 25 years old, 26 Look, years old, maybe? I, I understand that, but supposedly he's not great in the in the locker room either. Uh, doesn't really promote that leadership role a quarterback should have. And all of these, all of these things add up. They're not in our face. We don't get to see That's them every true. week. They're because we're looking at stats from the game. We don't know all the stuff that's going on in the back. And, you know, look, we were talking about him maybe not coming back. But look what Pittsburgh's doing to Le'Veon Bell, a guy who is possibly the best running back in the game right now. Running back in, that's a totally different story. Different yeah. That's Two a totally different story. Things. Running back in the quarterback, no, Jim. No, it's not. Yes, yes it, it is. is. It really yes, it is. When you're talking about the kind of talent Bell has, when a team is that disgusted with a player and isn't ready to pay the guy who is consistently a top running back in the league uh, to get him back, there's problems there. There's other reasons. And that's what's happening with Jameis Winston. But, Look, Jameis Winston is a good quarterback, but he's never been a great quarterback. Right. He hasn't had so a chance to be a great quarterback on. yet. He's only played three years. Oh, come on. He's, so what? Three years? Look what other quarterbacks have done in three years. Pat Mahomes had a great game yesterday. A great <laughs> game? James Winston has games where he, he had one game. 370-something yards. He's had these games, Jim. Winston's had a better career than Mariota so far. And they've come out in the same draft class. Um, and the other thing, quarterback, running back, I don't care if you're the best running back in the league. Running backs are a dime a dozen. You can find a good running back off the waiver wire in, in real NFL. Look what uh, the Washington Redskins just did. I they just go, did it. I wouldn't go that well, far. Well, not a good one. Hey, not a good one, but at least break a serviceable one. A serviceable one is what I'm saying. To find a franchise quarterback is a very difficult thing to do. To throw a franchise quarterback off the team just because he's got some personality issues, that would be the wrong move. Hey, four, oh, go, see, I can't say the phone number. Sorry. You're calling him a, a franchise quarterback. The I think he's he saying, well, maybe he's not our franchise quarterback because he's not the leader we want him to be. Mm -hmm. He has off-field issues. If he's not taking control of that huddle, if he's not taking control of that locker room, he's not a franchise quarterback. All right, okay, so we'll see. see. We'll see how the situation plays out. Speaking of dudes that may not be a franchise quarterback, Dak, I never protest Prescott. That was flat out pathetic yesterday, Mr. Prescott. That was worse than Matt Ryan on Thursday night. That was worse than Eli Manning yesterday afternoon. Now, I understand the situation with the wide receivers, but Dak, you just didn't look good, period, homeboy. You got to start playing better. The line, listen, no excuses. You got to block better for Ezekiel Elliott. Two players yesterday, Jim, both of them come out. Zeke did get the touchdown to kind of save this day, but Dak Prescott flat out stunk to join up. I mean, Carolina's got a good yeah, front no, he, seven. Yeah, no, he looked lost. He, he looked did. lost. Um, it, it just didn't know what he was doing half the time. Uh, and no, I think a lot of that came from the fact that he really didn't get much chance to work with these receivers in preseason. I think we saw a lot of that yesterday. You know, we were talking about that on the BFF show just before this uh, with Frank in that we saw, you know, multiple receivers have, you know, 15 plus targets. And that was only because these quarterbacks didn't get a chance to really work with the rest of the guys. And they knew where their top receivers were going to be and just locked onto them all game. That'll change as these teams get more more playing time together, and I think that'll change with Prescott, too, as we start to get this wide receiver core together, but coming into this game, nobody had a clue how this wide receiver core was going to break out, and even after yesterday, we still don't have a clue. Oh, I, I would mean, when slow down right there when saying nobody knew how this wide receiver crew was going to pan out, Jim, because I remember Colby. a certain <laughs> chocolate-faced fantasy football <laughs> analyst that said, Cole Beasley in the last round. Cole Beasley in the last round. 
Cole Beasley in the last round. Seven no, for 70, on 77, seven for 73. Wait, wait, wait. Who was fighting you on that? Nobody fought you on that. I think Ventford was. Ventford did. Yeah, because guess what? This, oh. is his, this is his ceiling. Seven for 73 is his ceiling. That's, that's a wide that receiver is, three in the PP he's all, all day. He's, but he's not doing his ceiling I, I every game. Oh, he's, he's, he's owed some he's good chance. He can't do this every game, Ventra. He's, he's not, had a 70-plus catch season in his career. He, I, I'm sure, yes, he has, but this is this is his ultimate ceiling. I mean, literally, literally, 14 points. I mean, that's not good. If you can put a 14 point dude in your wide receiver three or your flex every week in a PPR, you would take that every single Sunday. If he does that every week, then yes. He's the only he? guy that the quarterback the is comfortable with. Well, forget about Cole Beasley. Why didn't they run the ball more? Why does because they were, playing, they, were, they, they were playing behind the chains the whole game? That's why they were playing. When you when you play behind the chains, it's difficult to run the football. That's the game plan to beat the Dallas Cowboys. It was make a them, close game the whole game. Make them play behind. That was a bad, bad game plan. Look, yeah, the let, game plan must it. not have you been got good. A, you got somebody like Ezekiel Elliott there. It's not like they were 25 points behind. Yeah. They were in this game. You got a guy like Ezekiel Elliott back there. Even if you're not going to use him in the passing game, you got to let him run the ball. But Jim, Let's they were playing. It, they, but Jim, they played behind they, the chains. They they were in second and eight, third and nine the whole game. Jim, you can't. What does that run, mean? You can't run the football when you're playing behind well, the chains. Why are they second because and eight? Because you got and eight. You, you, the field position. They stayed on the opposite side of the on the wrong side of the forty the whole game. Right. Okay. So they couldn't flip field position to get the ball, so they can run the ball more effectively. When field position is in your favor, you got to fight out of that hole. So if you do have to punt, you can pin them. You can't have Carolina consistently starting the football on the plus side I of the field. I agree with you, but I would. Oh, stay, oh, okay, I don't care. So I would pound the ball constantly. Would he constantly? Yeah, right. You pounded. don't want to change the chains with your best offensive right. weapon. Come on, that's the best weapon. That's, that's it. just bad ball. <laughs> I don't care how you frame it. This I is poorly coached. You say. Yeah. Oh, Carolina only scored 16 points, so you were in this game the entire freaking game, and you get him 15 carries. That's bad. Yeah, the whole, the whole game was seven nothing. It was. I was looking at the score constantly. It was like this game's still seven nothing. It was like the third quarter. I'm like, what's don't, going on? Don't worry about coach. it. Don't worry about it, Dallas Cowboy fans. I'd be worried. We got the Giants next week. We'll be one and one. Oh, it's gonna be great. Coach. We'll be one and one. What's the score of that game going to be? Seven three. It, it might be because <laughs> the New York Giants offense that was supposed to be so great with Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham, they effing stink too. Well, they stunk. No, Eli That's stinks. the same offense I saw when it was three and thirteen last year. That team can't score. Oh, no, they it's suck. That's Eli. That's Eli. Though. Like, you got against the best defense in the league at home. Don't give me that. At home. So when against the best defense in the league. And yeah. the second half of the game, we saw a much different game than we saw. We have the first every half. piece of the, the puzzle on offense. Uh, yeah, don't even we have every that. piece of the puzzle but quarterback. We have we have the star wide receiver. We have a star running back. We have the possession wide receiver, Shepard. Uh, glue hands. The perfect. offensive line is effing horrible again. It's not horrible, though. It's better than it was last year. This is another This is another well, five, this is another five six win team right here. It's Eli's the problem. I'm not saying they're not, but that's going to be better than the two three win team Dallas is. Listen, if we, if we had a mobile quarterback and our O line was like this, we'd you be had fine. a chance to we'd get be one fine. when Bridgewater was in the same damn locker room I agree with across you. the damn hall. I agree. And with I tell you. y'all, go get him, go get him, go go get him. But Giants fans thought I was crazy. I don't. I agree one hundred percent. We need something for the future very soon, very Jets, soon. Jets would have never given him to the Giants because if he would have went to the Giants in that same stadium, been successful, and become a star. <laughs> The Jets would have been like, oh, my God, there's no way. We, how did we do that? There's no way the Jets would have. And Donald becomes a bust. Oh, they'd be kicking themselves. All right, next situation we got to overreact about right quick, and then we'll touch back on it when we come back. Plus, we're going to open up the phone lines now, Mavona, 
6879. I'll continue to fight to get him for the rest of the week. Um, Sammy Watkins, they scored 48 points. They scored 48 <laughs> effing points, and Sammy Watkins had four catches or four targets, whatever the case was. Two catches, yeah, for 40 yards. Just stop it, Watkins. Yeah. Come on no, now. What not, are we doing? It's not his fault. Um, what are we doing? Boy, it's, can't, no, it's always not his fault. It's not his fault because they took I a huge lead. I wish somebody would have seen this coming. No, no. Listen, yeah, he's going to get better and better throughout the season. He's going to get you. better? I'm telling they you. They're not going to score 48 no more. No, no. What's going to happen is people are going to be so scared of this guy, Tyreek Hill, at this point. you got to be absolutely scared as a defense with this guy. You have to double cover him every time. That's going to leave Watkins open. I'm telling you. Kelsey had one catch. Not double to mention. him yesterday. Not to mention, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, one catch. Kareem Hunt don't get no catches. And this team scores almost 50 points. I'm worried about it if I own these guys because Mahomes can be like, you know what? It's just me and Ty- Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill That's show. it. And guess That's what? That's all he needed to put up 50. Everybody wanted to, you know, crap on the on the Chiefs' day. Yeah. They had they were good at times. They're a playmaking day. They can make plays. It's overreaction Monday. I'm well fired up and overreacted. Check Watkins <laughs> and Hunt off my list. No. Check Dak off my list. Check Fitzmadrick, Deshaun Jackson, AP off my list. Austin Eckler. Gotta tackle that. Randall Cobb, gotta tackle that. And what the hell is up with James Conner? <laughs> What's the most important thing you can do today? How about swab to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step. Become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org. Hey, uh, yeah, phone line's open, 844-843-6879. You can get in right now, um, 844-843-6879. Um, when you're when you're uh, a fantasy, I hate to say expert, a fantasy Analyst. football analyst slash prognosticator, a guy who touts players. Forget about getting on Twitter on a Sunday. Oh, you said to do this. Oh, you said to do that. Oh, you said to do this. Oh, you said to do that. I got I got a dude send me a, a, a instant message right right to my DM, and I told you I keep my DM open. For co-eds, not, not for you dudes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's a Cash App DM <laughs> policy that's not being adhered to. How did a dude hit me up? Dude, what's up with your boy, Devontae Adams, oh, in the third God. quarter last night? Oh, my God. As soon as I read the message. He went off. He, he went, went off. off. <laughs> I love that. Don't tweet me in action. Yeah. Now, so, this, all this Twitter troll to fantasy prognosticators is nonsense. Cut it out. Because you don't know what it feels like. But now, Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones know what it feels like because Des Bryant was basically Billy Hayes this week. He was the Twitter troll of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> That's how dudes come at me on Sunday, the way Des was going at uh, Stephen Jones and Scott Linehan and that pathetic offensive display that was the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Don't at me. No more. We need to all calm down. Don't at me about Sammy Watkins. With the overreaction stuff. Because if, I at, if you at me about Sammy Watkins, I'm going to at you about Jimmy Graham. How's the Jimmy Graham thing working? 
Huh? How did Jimmy Graham catch. catch yesterday? Huh? How many catches he had? He had a catch. One catch. A catch. <laughs> Singular. Catch. Not catches. We catch. said this. And that catch, Jim, was not in the end zone. <laughs> You're right, Corey. No doubt about it. He had a bad game, and I'll, I'll live with that. And But like you said, I also had the same thing happen to me. Somebody hit me up, actually was on Facebook, and said, oh, this Mike Williams is a bum, just before <laughs> he ended up catching five passes for 81 yards. Look, the, two he showed yesterday he's going to be the clear number two here. No doubt in my mind anymore. Tyrell Williams dropped that easy pass uh, for a touchdown. Travis Benjamin dropped that easy pass for a touchdown. Phillip Rivers isn't going to trust them too much anymore. Mike Williams looked good. He ran he some did great. great routes, mm-hmm. got open well. He's easily the number two on this team, and I love him going Yeah, forward. he looks like a tight end. Like, he's monstrous. Nah, okay. I, uh, the Mike Williams thing is going to hit. Yeah, without a doubt. I think the, I think the Mike Williams thing's hit. Um, Austin Eckler. He's awesome. Let me ask you this, Ventra. In a 12-team PPR, mm-hmm. is he a flexible option? I mean, I think you have to say after this, yes, but you, you got to be careful here because he could have a dud game, you know. Uh, he might not get the touches one week. You know, it all depends on the game flow, the game plan. But obviously, when this guy gets the ball, he makes things happen. Even running up the middle, he squeaks through the line. He, I've see, I, I saw him actually bowl forward through guys. He's strong for a little guy. I mean, this guy's talented, and he's obviously, you know, got, got fresh legs. He's healthy. I mean, this is a guy you want on your roster, at least as a bench guy. He's a great guy to have. What do you think, Jim? 12-team PPR, worthy of a flex play? I don't think he's going to be worthy every week. But, you know, look, this is a guy – I love the fact that he caught all five of his targets. That's a that's a huge thing for me. You know, I, I, I would be a little bit more off him if he caught the five passes, but they were on ten targets. But to catch every single one of your targets means that Rivers is dialed into him. Mm-hmm. I think he continues to be that guy who's going to catch, you know, three, four, five balls every week. You know, he's not going to get that touchdown every week, but – He's going to end up with, you know, he had five last year. I wouldn't be surprised if he sees one or two more than that this year. So he's going to have some good games. I love him in best ball, you know, trying him a lot in best ball. In a weekly league, he's going to be, you know, a, an up or down type of player. You're going to have to pick the right time, and that's always the tough part. I, I just don't like the fact that they're throwing the ball to Travis Benjamin, and, and, and like, so much. Why are they throwing these other guys so much? Uh, that's part of the offense. All over the place, though. Like, Travis Benjamin had a lot of targets, I felt like. No, I watched I, the whole I, game. I don't think it was a, It was too much. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. How all many that. targets? I'm sorry, I don't have the number for him. Damn it! I'm gonna yeah, say five um, or six. The bottom line is the I cast that actually a little less. Than the that. cast that got busy was Mike Williams, like we saw Tyrell. X. Listen, they got pieces. I had I had a, a league. I had Phil Rivers in my starting quarterback in a six point passing touchdown league. Someone almost put up forty fantasy points for me. I'm not a Charger fan, so I don't care if they lose. Got no problem with what they did fantasy-wise. By the way. Now, go ahead. Melvin Gordon <coughs> looked phenomenal. He was Melvin Gordon destroying be. people. Mel- he was Mel- like crushing people. Like literally just going right through people like Mel- a battering Melvin ring. Melvin Gordon's the beast. Um, beast. Chris Hogan. What the hell was that? I was never a Chris Hogan <laughs> guy, so, t- uh, uh, you know. Rocky Marciano became Rocky Marciano again. <laughs> Jim, what the hell? Wait a minute. Rocky Marciano is getting targets taken away from him by Philip Dorsett, who has sucked for years? New England. This is New England for you. Well, again, I, I said it again before on the BFF show. I think this is Bill Belichick being Bill Belichick. Look, we all expected Hogan to be the guy outside of Gronk because 
they had nobody else. And Bill Belichick, knowing that, knowing that the defense is planning for that, used Hogan as a decoy for most of the game, knowing that Bel- you know Brady could spread the ball around and use his other receivers and make that part of the game plan. You know, people are going to overreact to this like crazy, but as long as Hogan's healthy, he's going to be a guy that's in the mix nine times out of ten. You can't be putting him in your lineup, Jim. I'm going to put him in my lineup next week against a tough Jacksonville team because I think the defense swings the other way around, really puts some pressure on Gronk, and I wouldn't be surprised if they put a little bit more pressure on Dorsett, all of a sudden opening the door for Hogan because Hogan did nothing in week one. This is how Belichick believes. You know, this is what he does. He switches it up. If Dorsett, we talk waiver wire tomorrow. If Dorsett's on the waiver wire, I think he's going to um, earn some, 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 um, you know what I'm trying to say, some bids. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trey Burton, people. Oh, he will, absolutely. No Tra- doubt about it. And, Tra- and you should because right. any receiver in in New England is is comparable to putting up points. And, you know, this could turn from one game into something more. Dorsett was once thought to be a, a very good wide receiver. It just never seemed to pan out. We've seen You've other been receivers take three, season. four years. Yep. Well, I have. I'm not well, we have all, of, all three of us. Have. Great. All three yeah, of us no, have. I, I don't think he was going to be great. I didn't think he was going to do much in this game. I actually thought Corderell Patterson would do more than he did, mm-hmm. uh, but that didn't work out either. So again, this is Bill Belichick. He doesn't care at all about our fantasy teams. Yeah, New England's a wasteland for fantasy. Eight four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine telephone number to get involved on the fantasy football frenzy. Let's go to my man Mac in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, stand up. Where Brooklyn at? What up, Mac? What up, what up, Corey? What's good with you, man? Chilling, chilling, playboy. I'm trying to get my Cowboys on the right track. What's good with you? No doubt. Want to send a shout-out to the closer and, and, and my man, the fantasy Cavs over there, too. No doubt. Thanks. Shout-out to uh, Check this out, man. I just, want to make a, I just want to make a comment, though. The reason the Giants was looking so terrible because the bum Eric Flowers yeah. couldn't do his job. <laughs> So they had to go to a double tight to just to protect them, just to get. In other words, we couldn't get certain formations on the field to expose what we really do have. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of weapons. We got a lot of formations. We can throw the ball all around. As you're going to find out next weekend. I'm, 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 I'm ready for it. <laughs> As you're going to find out Mac, next I'm ready week. for it because now I'm like, oh, now we had a bad – the Dallas Cowboys had a bad game in Carolina – now we get to bring in a weak defense with a terrible O-line on a team that can't score in the Big D, drag them next weekend, and get this train back no. on the track. See, Eric Flowers can't be the excuse every year. Why is he still starting? No, yeah, you can't blame Why is he still he starting? Can. You can't he blame can. Why is he still starting? I, I, to- I totally agree with you. You're not going to hear anybody else yell louder right. than you I do about how bad Eric Flowers is. I want to put the pants exactly. on and go back out on the damn field and say, get the hell out of here. <laughs> but he's not the sole exactly. reason why we're, we didn't do well. No, last he is, he's a huge reason. Eli Look, overthrew Odell three times. Three times. I agree. I'm not wait, but that's also because he doesn't know how much time he has on that side okay. to worry about exactly. Eric Flowers. Let's face it, two plays in a row, Eric Flowers with the trip and then with the holding that was almost in the end zone for could have been a safety. This guy is unbelievably bad. He should not be on an NFL roster in any way, shape, or form. He should be playing in the Canadian Football League. Like Nathan Peterman. And then, <laughs> no, seriously, Nathan Peterman probably wouldn't even start in, in the Canadian Football League. 844-8-MAC, my man, thanks for the call. I'll holler at you, 844-843-6879. Let's go to John in North Carolina. John, what's cracking? Hey, what's going on? What's up, uh, 
Hey, Corey, how about them Panthers? Bro? How about them Panthers? <laughs> hey, hey, John, let me tell you something, John. Call up here talking your little Carolina Panther and your little keep pounding and beating that stupid drum. You only scored 18 points, but put it that no, way. You know what I'm saying? You, no, you Don't act like you world beaters in down here in Carolina, John, because we play that game in January. No, a, My Dallas Cowboys getting a W. It's the logo. It's the good luck logo. That's all it I was. see that. I saw that story yeah. yesterday, too, my man. <laughs> also, shout out to uh, Chris Ventura and his boy, John Brown. I like that. I like what's going on over there. Yeah, I'm not a John Brown guy. I, oh, come on. I think I think that was but Jim I gotta, Day. I, I'm, I'm all right on no, John Brown. No, not really. Brown, Jim Day. You, know. <laughs> you like John Brown, don't you? None of us like John. Not really. <laughs> hey, Look, John. I, I like hey, him as a receiver. He just I tell you who up. I didn't like, John. I didn't like Greg Olson. And you see that son of a gun hurt that foot again right there in week Ooh, one. And I got zero I shares of Greg Olson. Well, he's he's 102 years old. So, I mean, you know, you can't take it or leave it. You're right about yeah. that. But uh, for so so I wanted to weigh in real quick on that Austin Eckler thing. Do you not think him and uh, Melvin Gordon can be like a – Tevin, uh, Tevin Coleman, Coleman and Devontae Freeman. Yes. That's the same thing. That's, that's yeah, yeah, the same yeah, yeah, thing yeah. I was thinking. That's the same thing I was thinking. So basically, what it comes down to is in a twelve-team league, can you? Are both these dudes a start every Sunday in a twelve-team league? And I think in a twelve-team PPR, right. I think Austin Eckler is worth a is worth a flex play. Maybe not an RB two, but definitely okay. worth a flex play. Yeah, yeah. Jim, agree. you agree with that too, right? And then uh, I, I think I do most weeks. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Be, you know, game dependent. What up, John? So uh, the last thing I had was uh, I lost Delaney Walker, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm. So I was wondering who you guys are higher on because on my waiver I got uh, David Njoku and George Kittle. So I'm Kittle. Just, oh, I would go Kittle. I don't know which one. I'll go Kittle. Kittle had nine Especially targets if Goodwin is out for a while, I would go Kittle because yeah. he yeah. racked up the targets yesterday. Yeah. He looked good. I think after that, you just, when you put the other dude, I forgot whose name you said, right? Uh, Joku. Joku. And Joku. Joku. Probably should have been owned. Njoku, yeah. D- Jim, this virus, this tight end. In uh, Seattle, uh, whatever son name is, uh, I can't think his name right now. Oh, Disley. Disley. Michael Dis- Disley. Yeah, Disley. I think he's going to be a hot commodity. Everybody's going to pay for him week. watch, yeah. Definitely. Don't. Oh, don't, okay, fair don't pay a dime for Don't pay a dime for Disley. Don't listen to Corey. <laughs> don't pay a dime for Disley. Um, look, <laughs> it's not going to be something that happens every day. He surprised the defense yesterday because nobody expected him to be. Look, he's a blocking tight end. That's what they brought him in there for. He showed good chops receiving yesterday. But as soon as Derek Dick, I mean, uh, Dixon is healthy again, he's going to be the starting tight end catching most of the balls. Disley, you know, he had the one big play, uh, you know, three catches for 103 yards and touchdown. That's not something that really makes me jump up and right. say, ooh, I got to get this guy. That but sounds Jim, more Jim, like a But flu. Jim, is opp- the opportunities could be there, Jim. Brandon Marshall is washed up. Doug Baldwin is we not going to be healthy at all. Yeah. Tyler Lockett's a one-trick pony. Maybe Disley's the guy. No, I think it's going to be Dixon more than Diddley, uh, Disley. Diddley. I think Ooh. Dixon, you know. As, yeah. Ed Dixon. Yeah. Oh, Ed, 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 Ed Dixon, okay. Ed Dixon, who's what they brought over to be that Oh, he stunk guy. for Look, years. I like Dixon. defense is... As soon as defenses know they have to keep an eye on Disley, that's what we'll see them do. He caught everybody off guard yesterday. I don't I don't think he's a big waiver higher expenditure. If you can get him for two or three bucks, you know, maybe you put him on your roster, keep him on the bench, see what happens. Don't pay more than that. Yeah, Jim, because you know what? He just moved up the pecking order because Doug Baldwin was out basically the whole game. So, you know, you lose your number one target, the target starts spreading out to other people rapidly. You know what I mean? Baldwin's there. Disley probably gets one or two targets. 844 843 6879 Fantasy Football Frenzy on an overreaction Monday. 
Lim is in Dallas. Lim, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> Lim dropped. <laughs> uh, do we have Rick in Chicago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goon Squad. Yeah, here. yeah. Rick, what's cracking, baby? You a Bears fan, Rick? Yeah. You supposed to put the hammer to those dudes last night. What happened, son? Uh, no words for it, my man. No there you words. go. There you go. What you got? Uh, I met a trade right before Thursday's game, Atlanta, Philly, and uh, I traded Jordan Howard and Matt Stafford to get Julio Jones. I was calling to see what you guys think. It's a 12-team standard scoring. Who's your game. running backs yeah. now? Your quarterback, yeah. Now I have Jay Ajayi, Ezekiel Elliott in my starting position, and I got Cam Newton at quarterback right now. Who's your flex? Yeah. Jordan Howard's in my flex right now, but I got Carlos Hyde on my bench and Latavius Murray. Oh, so so I, don't, I, I don't mind the trade for you. I think Jordan Howard's going to be a beast this year. But Julio. But you get Julio. You get Julio. And you already got Zeke. I don't trust Jay Ajayi. You know, Jay Ajayi didn't carry the football that much. Cow. He's got a he bell He didn't cow. carry the football that much the other night. He scored those two touchdowns, but that was more efficiency than, um, than volume. Yeah, Howard had 15 carries and so did Jay Ajayi. Yeah. But Howard, Howard had 15 carries, but the game script changed on on the Bears. Right. If the Bears would have been able to close the door in the fourth quarter, you'd have seen much more of Howard, in right, my opinion. Right. It all depends on the game flow for that one. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what I would that's what I would say with that. Other than that, I don't um look the one thing I'm gonna put in there, and again, bad coaching. Chicago had a chance to to get this game in hand at the end, third and two, in, deep inside Green Bay territory. They've been running on them all day. Mm-hmm. And what do they do? They come out and try and throw a pass. Yeah. You know, to me, that's just bad coaching. If you got something that's been working, why do you steer away from it on such a crucial play? And that, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. To and me. they have Sometimes to get. I just want to go up there and beat these coaches upside yeah, what are they doing? Tariq Cohen is a dynamic oh, player. Oh, my God. I love him. Yeah. They got to get the ball in his football more. hands more. He's going in my starting lineup as a flex because I know when they get this offense on the right track and get rolling, Tariq Cohen's going to be a player that you that's going to be a starter every week. Yeah, because they were leading this game. He only got you know he had three catches and, and um, five rushes. So he's gonna, he's got to do more than that. They got to give him the ball. They got to try to give him the ball ten to fifteen times a game consistently. There you go right there. What do you to. think about that, Jim, with Tariq Cohen? Oh, he definitely showed he's a playmaker, and I love the fact that they moved him all around. I think we see them do that a lot. Uh, I love moving him into the slot, even out wide a couple of times. If they continue to do that, I think Cohen is going to be a big playmaker for them. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, we got – all right, so I got two people on hold right now for the next segment because, you know, I gotta, we got to be cost efficient here. <laughs> so when we come back so – I think so that means that we, got, we might have two or three lines open. So we open it up. Let's get those filled. We'll close the program with those, and then I'll, I'll, I'll fight to make sure we get to continue – to uh, interact with the Goon Squad the rest of the way. So when we come back, we're going to start looking at some Monday Night Football, give you some picks for the night. I'll tell you right now, I like the Lions and the under. See what the rest of the boys like on, on, on that call right there. Then I'll get you the call for the Raiders game also. We get ready for we never talk Trey Burton. the dual Monday Night Football. Oh, uh, yeah, we just get some Trey Burton talk in there. Also, Willie Sneed. What about my, my boy Corey Davis? Uh, your boy Corey boy. Davis. Uh, we'll talk some Chris Thompson, some Willie Sneed. Venture's boy, Corey Davis. And we'll talk about a play that Venture doesn't like that went the F off yesterday. Emmanuel Sanders. I know. <laughs> when I saw the catch of the touchdown, I was like, oh, I'm going to get beat up. On yeah, Monday. well, you're going to have to hear about Emmanuel yeah. Sanders. So. No, I was wrong. Because you were sleeping on Emmanuel Sanders. I was. He, he looks great. 
<laughs> yeah, he did a flip at the end. I was like, all right, he's, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, couple phone lines open. 844-843-6879. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy on an overreaction Monday. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Yeah, yeah. Overreaction Monday. Fantasy football frenzy. Got you covered right here. The exec fantasy task and the homie, the closer, Chris Ventra. Goon Squad was cracking. Glad to have you on a Monday. Hope y'all rocked with us yesterday. We got we had the best fantasy football, football period coverage right here on FNTSY yesterday. It was cracking. It was a good time. All the homies came through. We was chilling. Watching the games together, everything went fantastic. Make sure you're with us each and every sec, each and every single day, and of course, each and every single Sunday. And the college football homies, it actually went down on the college show on Saturday too. So just keep the good times rolling. Everything is going smooth right now. Well, not almost not everything. We still got some things we got to work on behind the scenes, but I'll keep that between me and the powers that be. Um, eight four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine. Oh, uh, you guys look great. I really enjoyed. Okay, all right, that's, that's that's not that's not um. All right, cool. That's that's uh. That don't worry about that. <laughs> tell her, my... tell her I enjoyed it too. It was nice meeting. This yeah. actually was a dude. Um, <laughs> this actually was a dude, Jim. So you uh, let him know what you said. Um, James Conner, James Conner, James Conner, James Conner, the Pittsburgh Steeler running back has the job to himself. He's going to catch the ball. He's going to run the ball well. James Conner's in the RB1 conversation every week that he's the starter. The thing about it, Jim, is how many weeks do you think he's going to be the starter? Or do you, or at this point, have you thrown your hands up? I think he's a starter for at least the next nine weeks. And if he continues to play like this, I think he's a starter for the next 16 weeks. Well, 15 weeks, let's put it that way. Uh, well, 16 weeks with the bye week, sorry. Uh, look, uh, look, they wanted to prove a point to Bell that they don't need him. I, I understand. I'm with you. Bell is a generation talent, but he has so much baggage, so much crap. This is the second year that he's pulled this kind of stuff. They don't want to pay him a big contract. We know he's not on the team next year. If Connor can come out and do this kind of work, he played 100% of the snaps yesterday, uh, put up monster numbers, had the most touches of any running back in the league. If he continues to have that much usage, then he's going to put up good stats in this offense behind that O-line. And as long as he does that, even if Bell comes back, we could see a, a timeshare between the two of them as opposed Ooh, to Bell just thinking. I like that. That's a hot take right there. Um, Your boy Brian Ambos just hit me up, Ventra. What did he say? He, he, beat said me? he said he's beating you in the GST. He, he said he's kicking your ass in the GST. He would have beat, <laughs> beat anybody. He put up like 200 points. Mm -hmm. You think he's going to put up that kind of point production every week? No. You think he had Randall Cobb. Like he put up thirty points. Oh, Randall, Randall Cobb's not be, doing that. Randall again. Cobb be hurt by August, yeah. October first. Exactly. And then you know he's got he, he's got a good team. You know. Yeah, I'm losing. I'm, I'm the king is going to beat me in the GST. Yeah, that's like my only loss I'm gonna take this week is you, to Scott in the GST. So he'll probably call up here one day this week and stick his little uh, bird ass chest out. Yeah, I think he was already talking 
Yeah, smack this morning. I, 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 oh, he's already. He's already smack? making smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You won in Cotton though. You beat Cotton, right? I, I, I'm beating. I'm beating the, the bejesus out of Cotton. Nice. I might beat Cotton by a hundred. <laughs> no, come on. He wanted to smoke. I had to give it to him. You know what I'm by saying? 100. No, if he wants smoke, I had to bring it to him. No, I and know. I can't wait till I get his boys, and I'm gonna beat them by a hundred too. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I'm gonna beat everybody with the last name Cotton. Gonna get beat by a hundred in fantasy this year. If you year. win this league, you make a lot of money. <laughs> you make a lot of money. Um. What else? Uh, who else? Who else is on the list? Kenny Stills. Shout, shout, come on, shout out to my man Kenny Stills, son. Shout out my man yeah. Kenny Stills. Everybody yesterday, yo, what do you think about Kenny Stills? You sure? You sure? You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. You did a good job picking him out. Obviously, he's the only target, like pretty much. Danny you did Amendola a good job there. with Kenyon Drake, though. That son of a gun, Kenyon Drake. But they didn't use him enough. What they used for? I, well, I told you that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he got more uses than Frank Gore. But Frank Gore getting those nine carries. Listen, that's a game script that fit the Dolphins if they're going to be playing their best, mm-hmm. which the Dolphins will never play this good again for the rest of the year. Tennessee effing stinks, too. There's yeah, no well, now they're done. This, this is game. bad. Without what's going on with Mariota and Delaney Walker, this could be a disaster. But we do like what we saw from Corey Davis. So I, I give the Titans that. Mm-hmm. Kenny Stills should be in starting lineup for the wide receiver three or a flex option in yes. the PPR moving forward, Jim. You agree with that, right? Until Parker comes back. Oh, I do. Kenny Parker Stills sucks. Uh, <laughs> you like Lamar Parker, Miller? Lamar Miller sucks Parker, too. No doubt. <laughs> Lamar Miller. I don't care if Lamar day. Miller run for two hundred yards. Lamar Miller sucks. Oh. <laughs> I don't care if he run for two hundred yards. He sucks. <laughs> so I don't like. I don't fool with Lamar Miller. It must be the greatest suckiest player ever. It, it, it's it's going to have to be. Uh, Willie Sneed, Jim Day. Willie Sneed, please step up. Is that a product of Baltimore scoring more points than they'll score all season, or is that a product of Willie Sneed being somebody that's going to be in part of this offense? Look, we've seen Willie Sneed show before. He can be a wide receiver in this league when he was with New Orleans. He's definitely an injury concern, somebody you got to worry about. But when he's on the field, look, he gives them their second-best option at wide receiver, no doubt. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see start to see him work his way more into that. But, again, you know, Flacco had a good game, but he, he was all over passing everybody on the field. So he didn't lock into anybody, which is good from an NFL pan- standpoint. But bad for Just fantasy. Just bad for fantasy. Right. Would you yeah. – would, are you – comfortable starting any one of these guys even Crabtree no I think you have to Crabtree had a touchdown it's the only reason why he became relevant though yeah but who I mean it's a lot of cats that look at Chris Hogan he didn't give you nothing well yeah you he, feel what I'm saying he didn't yeah. give you anything yeah look but, at Jimmy Graham he didn't give you nothing well either. I could have told you that no I no you could not if you was on Graham no, oh you wasn't on not. Graham I was all with you oh okay 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 my bad yeah. my bad I'm, it's just me against Jimmy. I'm so glad it's overreaction Monday. <laughs> overreaction Monday. I, I, trust me, I'm setting it up for a big letdown. Speaking of overreaction Monday, hey, Tennessee, how about giving Derrick Henry the ball and not just Deion Lewis? What do you think about that, right. uh, Tennessee Titans? You lose to the stinking Dolphins, make me look like a jackass? How about <laughs> no, you get was, a ball to Derrick Henry? Flow. What yeah. up, Jim? That was game flow to that game flow dependent. They're playing from behind. They got to get the ball in in their playmakers' hands and somebody who can and do things with it in the open field. And that's not Derrick Henry. If they get into a game where they're ahead, Derrick Henry's going to be the guy who's going to run right. the clock. But until that happens, and unfortunately, not, I don't know happen. if we see that happen a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, that Deion Lewis is definitely going to be the more If you can't more beat useful. the Dolphins, you can't beat nobody. Well, if Mariota's gone and Blaine Gabbert is the quarterback now, you oh, just forget the about it. The good thing about it is. The running back should get a lot of usage because you don't want to rely on Blaine Gabbert. That would be smart. But they're not going to be. But in they're going to be behind a lot script. of games. Yep. yep. Uh, Ronald Jones to so the Ronald Jones truthers. Uh, like Scott Angle, he was a healthy scratch yesterday. That's okay. 
Talk to me in week eight. Talk to you. Okay, I, okay I'll talk to you in week talk eight. Talk to me in week eight. About I talk Jones. to me right. Let me make a note. Talk week eight to yeah. Ventra about Ronald Jones. About Ronald Jones. Week eight. He'll be the star. In week See, the, the problem with that eight. thinking, Ventra, mm-hmm. is if he's a healthy scratch already, he won't even get practice reps. He won't get practice reps. He won't get a chance to get better. If if they think that low of him now, uh, where he's buried on the depth chart and not even on the field on game day, he won't get practice reps. And if he doesn't get practice reps, but, he's never going to be seen to get any better. And that's going to. But we don't him. know exactly yeah, what this you know. is. We don't know exactly what this is. It could be punishment for for, for things that he's done in preseason because he's been lazy and he hasn't been blocking the right way. He hasn't been trying hard enough. Or it could be that maybe they just don't think he's that talented. Maybe you're right, but. He's more talented than Peyton Barber and Jaquiz Rogers. Eventually, this guy has to get involved in the offense. I think. All right, I'll talk to you in week eight. 844-843-6879. Uh, Bavarna, if this is a reset call list started with one, that means I go to John in Pennsylvania. John, what up? How's it going, guys? You're going well, John. How you doing, my man? Pretty good. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys your opinion on Alex Collins because I have him as my RB2. And- yeah. They took him out very early in the game, and I have Deion Lewis on my bench and a couple others, and I don't know if I should switch him out for this week because I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I found that interesting too, uh, uh, fellas. I was looking at it as Alex Collins was not a part of game script because yeah. Alex Collins grind down the clock, running back, pounded running back, which they should have been doing yesterday because they absolutely killed the stinking Buffalo Bills. But they used Dixon and they Buck used, Island. Yeah, Dixon. Because they're saving Collins. And, we, we, we for the important game. We oh, draft picks for Alex Collins, the, the Jim. first. The first thing that hurt Collins was the fumble. Right. Because as right. soon as he fumbled, he got taken out mm-hmm. um, and missed, you know, what, three, four series because of that. They did bring him back in, but by that t- time, the game was so out of hand they that they really yeah. didn't need to use him. Right. Um, I don't think that's what we're going to see every week. This was just Buffalo uh, against a, a Buffalo team that at this point, even LaShawn McCoy, I'm going to say there's no reason any Buffalo. Offensive players should be on any fantasy roster at this point wow. because, look, let's face it, this team was just absolutely terrible at all facets. The offensive line looked bad. The quarterback play was atrocious. Uh, nothing ever got started on this thing. Look, I, I love McCoy, and I have a lot of shares of him, but this is going to hurt me big time. Yeah. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, unless Josh Allen starts to step up and become the quarterback that nobody really Dorothy Woody, <laughs> uh, if he all of a sudden gets his game and becomes a good starter, then maybe this turns around. Until that happens, until they can throw the ball with any kind of feeling and, and get these in, wide receivers involved, McCoy isn't going to get any work. And if they keep falling behind, they just won't use it him. Is, it, it the is thing that bothered me the most is he, he had no targets. Yeah, no, he had one. Receiver. Didn't he have one catch for like negative one yard or something like that? And whatever it was, it was well, pitiful. Yeah, it, was, well, it was in my lineup, too. I want to get to Buffalo a second. One thing on Baltimore. They, remember what Baltimore did last year? They played around. They did Alex Collins, Buck Allen. Every other game, Buck Allen would have one good game. out, And then towards the end, Alex Collins just started going off. So Until it, he got hurt. It's a dangerous territory. But I think Buck Allen could actually be useful in this offense, too. Even it's been, Kenneth it's Dixon. It's been five years. Kenneth Dixon has been three years. I know. I don't want to go through this with the Baltimore running backs again. But I, I do have some shares of Alex Collins. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I have crossed. Him everywhere. I have, it's bad for me. You need to me. keep your fingers I have crossed, him too. everywhere. And I think he'll be fine. But but thing on Buffalo, I think this entire offense can change once Josh Allen becomes a starter. You cannot start Nathan Peterman anymore. They, they, you they, want to win games. The thing about it is Josh Allen might suck, too, though. But he can't suck any worse than Nathan Peterman. I'm sorry. But he can suck to the point where nobody on the offense is relevant. 
Well, I, well, that's that's besides like the point. They are really already. Well yeah, nobody's relevant right now at this point in Buffalo. Maybe Josh Allen can make someone relevant because at least he could run the ball. He's electrifying. He's got an absolute cannon. I don't. The electrifying and Josh Allen don't go together. What do you mean? He runs the ball. He he he's very good. All around talent, raw talent. He never played against nobody. No, he he he's gonna have bad times. He's gonna throw picks and do stuff, but he's gonna be better than Peterman. Peterman oh, can't yeah. do well, anything. Well, I can be better. He's than completely Peterman. anemic. Yeah. Uh, 844-8436-879. Patrick is in Florida. What up, Patrick? Hello, Patrick. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. No, no. Hold on one second. I'm talking to my in the chat. Do not drop LaShawn McCoy. Uh, go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead, Patrick. <laughs> my man, Patrick in Florida. What's good with you? He didn't like you putting him on hold. He All ran right. away. So there you go. Let's go to Allen in New York. Allen, what up? Yo, what up? How you doing? What up, Allen? What's good with you, my man? Yeah, quick three takes. Uh, three quick takes. Um, I have a question. Uh, I I have James Conner, right? But I also have Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Jay Jai, and Carlos Hyde. Who am I starting Conner over? Uh, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott every day, every week play. But besides that, I think right now you're Carlos starting running backs or Zeke and, and James Conner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With that type of uh, volume. <laughs> another thing. Another thing. I lost also. Um, what's his name? Den- uh, Denani Walker. My two options are Benjamin Watson and Tyler uh, uh, Eifert. Which I- one would you? Uh, Eifert. Eifert until his back blow up. Take take them both. No. No. Take Watson. Take <laughs> Sorry. Look, Eifert had every chance. He should have been much more involved in that offense yesterday against a team that usually is not good against tight ends, and he wasn't involved. Uh, look, Jim, Watson only had the four catches. Yeah, Watson wasn't involved either. And, and, he had eight points. How many times did Breeze throw the ball yesterday, and Watson didn't get no love? Yeah. He had four catches. He got more love than Eifert, and Eifert supposedly is a bigger part of that offense. That's why I say pick them both up and play matchups. Because that's what you're going to have to oh, do. You're going to have to stream tight end the whole season. You'll, you'll, you'll catch hell trying to play matchups with those but two. But he has though. no choice. He lost Laney Walker. That's the, that's, the, that's the position he's in. He's got to stream. What's he going to do? Den- are Denver wide receivers relevant again or no? Oh, I, I told you. I think way, you like, hear me, oh, t- me talking about Manny, Manny Sanders for the last. Yeah, not no. Yeah, Jake Butt. <laughs> you <laughs> ain't hear me talking about Manny Sanders for the past two months? Manny Sanders, I'm having my bench. That's what I wanted to know because I have T.Y. and uh, Kenyon Allen right now starting. Who who you flexing? Well, I have J.H.I., Carlos Hyde, and uh, Ezekiel. And I would put Conner. him in the run. I would put if you're in the PPR, I would put Manny Sanders in the running over in that flex over the, any of those running backs. Well, you got options. That's good. Good. Yeah, options. and you have options. Yeah. No, you, you're, you're gonna you need that depth. I play with, and I play with two line two linebackers, defensive line, two defensive backs. It's a, it's a different league to compare to most. I you, know? you got a, a individual man. defensive players, which I don't know nothing about. Yeah, that. I don't play that. Yeah, yeah. All right, bad. Thank you guys so much. Hey, well, my man, Alan. Um, hey, son, can you get my charger? Yeah, I got you. Good looking out because the camera's not on you right now. <laughs> you can just go over there and grab the charger. My battery's on three. I need to see what people are touching. It's plugged in over there near the, uh, the Parson Perch. There you go right there. Uh, Jim. Uh, Chris Thompson, Jim. Well, look, look at this son of a gun, Chris Thompson. Looking like an elite talent in that D.C. offense. Oh, be careful. Oh, okay, there you go. What do you think about Chris Thompson, Jim? Is he should he be going in starting lineups? He should definitely be a, a nice flex play every week. There's no doubt about it. We know that uh, Alex Smith likes to to dump it down when needs to, and Chris Thompson definitely gives him somebody to go to. And until Chris Thompson gets hurt, I'd say definitely you'd want to get 
get him involved. Yeah, I agree. Look, any until any running back hurt. that catches <laughs> passes, well, until he gets hurt. I mean, like Matt, like like, catch, any, like Matt Breida, Jim. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Breida and Alfred Morris killed themselves. I mean, they both had an equal number. Poor of, Gucci. Of, we of didn't even touches. talk about Gucci today. There's nothing to talk about. There is something to talk about. <laughs> what? What? Because everybody's gonna look at the box score and say, "Oh, look, Gucci. He did so bad. He threw three picks and one touchdown, but he didn't do that bad. His team did not help him whatsoever." If it, you read my column, dropped two picks. My column on RotoExperts.com. My sit start on RotoExperts.com from mm-hmm. fr- from Friday. Yeah. You know, number one sit was. Gucci? Gucci? Why? But he Because he's going on the road to one yeah. of the best defenses in football. I, I, and they did what... That's fine. They did what... He, first of all, he stinks on the road. He only plays whoa, good at home. Whoa, whoa. We don't know that. He has he's a small... played six, seven games. Oh, but you was drafting him off those seven games acting like he was Jesus. Because he's as cool as a cucumber, that dude. Bro, you just... He wasn't touch- cool as a cucumber yesterday. Did you, did you see that touchdown pass? That I, was a beautiful... Beautiful They're 0-1. Listen, listen. No, let me just say this about Gucci. He threw for 260 yards against the Vikings D, okay? In on the road. He could have thrown for more if Garcon didn't drop two passes, uh, Kittle dropped a huge pass, and Pettis dropped a big pass. He could have actually had three touchdowns a game and maybe one pick as opposed to one touchdown and three picks. Things change very rapidly when your team doesn't help you out. That O-line is also awful. I don't know. They're they letting guys come through. Gucci was getting destroyed back there. Well, against the Minnesota Vikings D-line, that's going to happen. Right. Jim, this guy's not a QB1. I think he is. I, I, I've been saying all year I didn't think he was a QB1. I think he has every shot in the world to throw for 4,000 yards, but I just think he's going to fumble to even try and get to 20 touchdowns, especially if Goodwin's out for any length of time. The one thing we saw yesterday is that he locks on to his favorite receivers, and we mm-hmm. saw that with Goodwin out. Kittle was his guy, and he locked on Kittle all game. Um, so, you know, he's got to learn to be able to spread the ball out more, not, you know, look to his favorite receiver every play. And until he does that, he's not going to be you know a QB1. He's got that Ryan Fitz magic in him. <laughs> he's got that, you know, he's got that gunsling mentality where he doesn't care. He's going to just ch- throw it. He's going to make quick decisions. And he and he and he's very poised about it. He you starting, doesn't next, bar- you starting him next week? But he doesn't Who, have the talent around Jimmy G, him. Are you starting that. Jimmy? Yeah, there you go. They don't have the, they don't have the pieces like like Fitzmagic got. Oh I, yeah, obviously. But I still I still trust him. And I are you will start. Are you starting him next week? Yeah. I don't know who they're playing. <laughs> but I'm starting him. I gotta look at it. Uh, I like the I like the Lions in the under. I like the Rams in the over. What you got, Jim? Uh, I'm with you on actually both of them. I like the Lions in the under. I think it'll be a close game. I think the Jets play better than people expect. But I like the Lions. Oh, they're playing the Lions. And definitely the Rams at the over. I like the Lions and I like the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overreaction Monday. We out.